welcome, loyal pod listeners, to episode 18 of the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Quick note before we get started, I just want to man- mention that we recorded this a little while ago, and in the interim between then and now, um, the news has changed about Par- Paranormal Activity 5. It's being released next October, not in January, like I say in this episode. As always, please let us know what you think of the podcast, and in honor of this episode, let us know what scares you in movies and TV shows and life in general, all that stuff. Uh, you can contact us at ovpodcast at gmail.com. You can also uh, uh, find us on Twitter at ObsessiveViewer, at I am Mike White, and at uh, ObsessiveTiny. Check out the blog at ObsessiveViewer.com, where we post content regularly. Or if you want to just skip right to the podcast on the site, go to ovpodcast.com. There you'll find all the back episodes of the podcast. Finally, check out uh, PodcastLand.com. That's this new website that has a bunch of different podcasts collated from Reddit and a bunch of other places and it's really interesting uh, really cool you can uh you can vote for us to be podcast of the month under under the tv and film category uh we'd really appreciate it all right i'm done rambling i'll let you listen to the podcast now um hope you enjoy it my grandpa actually uh, when lived in Irvington, New York, named of mm-hmm. course for Washington Irving, and uh, he the um, his high school was Irvington, and his school mascot were the headless horsemen, uh, <laughs> which was awesome. That's, as, awesome. that's as, awesome. Yeah, I know. As soon as my mom told me about that, I like grew a fascination for all things headless horsemen. Even this was like around the time Sleepy Hollow came out. You know, nice. So, hmm. Yeah. That's pretty That's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. That and reminds me of uh, one of my favorite episodes of, um, wow, what was it? Um, it was a, a um, Are You Afraid of the Dark, I think, did uh-huh. a Headless Horseman episode. Yeah. And that was one of my favorites. I remember. Love that show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, you're listening to the Obsessive Viewer podcast. Uh, I'm Matt. Joining me today is Tiny and Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. We're kicking off, yes, we're kicking off uh, Shocktober um, which is a little hokey to call it that, but I mean, I've, we've called it that for years. I'm I'm a huge fan of just watching horror movies all month, and me and Mike often swap notes, and I Tiny begrudgingly humors me when I talk about it. So, <laughs> oh, so <laughs> Tiny, you don't do Shocktober as uh, I diligently as we? Not nowhere near as diligently. I dabble a little bit. Uh, I'll watch yeah. a couple movies. Um, Matt will usually give me a couple good recommendations, and I'll watch one or two, but. I don't get into it quite as much as he does. Like, right. uh, what, how many right. did you watch last year, Matt? Didn't she like almost get to uh, a day? No, last year. Last year was a bit uh, of a disappointment, I think, because oh. uh, last year, last year, I, I wanted. I don't know how much I did, how much I watched, but the year before was my big record breaking year. I, I watched fifty seven. <laughs> <laughs> I watched fifty seven movies. Gosh. Holy cow! Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Unbelievable! Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was that was definitely. So I needed I needed a break a, a year later. So I kind of just went at my own pace last year and kind of just watched movies just to like I would normally watch movies instead of just making it a big event. Yeah. Okay. I always say it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> it. I look forward to it like it's Christmas. I do I, totally. Yeah. It's my favorite holiday. It's it's all that. And you and I just we go nuts about it. Yeah. We're, yeah. It's. Uh, I for me it awesome. started. Uh, 
for you, it started like our freshman year of college when we met back in 05, yeah. I think. Actually, it did, actually not necessarily. What it, what it started for me was the year after that because I, cause that year, I think around Halloween or whatever, I think you went home for the weekend or something. Yeah. And I was like, I, I kind of feel like watching like a horror movie. And I realized I don't, I didn't really have any, like I didn't own like really any shockingly yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, shocktoberingly enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, for our listeners, I <laughs> no. just woke up. So yeah. let's, yeah. And I'm battling a cold. He's so sick, let, that's guys. forgivable. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> shockingly enough, I didn't really own any because I mean, I was, I've always been a horror fan. Um, but I just I just didn't own any. Um, so I ended up, I watched like Vertigo. That was like the closest thing to like a horror movie that I had. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, it started for me, Shocktober in in its current incarnation, in terms of watching as many as we can and making note of it and talking about it. In two thousand eight, September of two thousand eight, nice. I I said, Hey Matt, wouldn't it be cool if in October we watched as many uh horror movies as we could and then and then by the end of it we kind of compare notes and, and your response immediately was uh i actually do that with every movie i watched <laughs> which blew my mind it blew my mind and i was like oh my god i have yeah. to do that yeah because that was like a year after i started tracking all my movies yeah. yeah yeah my i'm looking at the list now and my first movie on my list is stupid uh september 14th 2008 intolerable <laughs> cruelty Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Coen Brothers. It was the Coen uh, Brothers, yeah. Uh. But I but what kind I I watched that and then what made me think about it was because Scream was on TV either uh. the 13th or the 12th, you know? Mhm. And then, so I knew I was going to start watching Scream like by the end of the month uh and then nice. and then as soon as October was going to start. So this is this year starting now is it will be my 6th uh shocktober oh wow yeah yeah this is i mean 2009 is kind of muddled because i my i kept track of all my movies on my phone oh yeah didn't back it up because i was just a kid um (laughs) and then my phone just crapped out and i lost everything so after i have it's so sad but in my in my folder for uh movies watched and all that i have 2009 and i have it partial i've been i've partially reconstructed the movies of that year that sucks like uh yeah like i went through like my netflix history and uh uh like i i checked uh check double checked with tinies because he kept his up that year and uh kind of saw like okay these are the ones we watched together i remember watching this one this is the one that i borrowed from him all that stuff so i have a partial list but yeah nothing exact it's really uh, an obsession. I can't. I can't imagine. People tell me, "Well, why don't you just stop doing it, and then you won't be so obsessed with <laughs> writing it down?" I was like, "Yeah, but I'm, if I missed one, everything will be ruined." Uh, oh yeah. If, if I also save my movie tickets every time I go to a movie theater. And, oh, who uh, doesn't? I, I, mean, I most people do. I know, or a lot of no. people do. Some. People I mean, I'm do. not cheapening that at all. I'm just yeah. saying, like that's that's R- a movie fan right. staple. And I went to uh, <clears throat> this past summer. We saw the heat in North Carolina where my family goes for vacation, and okay. I lost the movie ticket. Oh, so gosh. I've been – everything in my life has kind of been gray since then <laughs> <laughs> for a couple months now, and I don't I know can, what to do about it. I can respect it. that. Yeah, I used Which to was the a, same thing. Uh, yeah. I used to save my tickets too, and then I one time I lost one. And then I lost another one, and I was like, you know what? That's it. I can't do it anymore because I, I lost two, <laughs> and so I quit. Yeah. That's okay. I, that's oh, what man. I'll do then. If I lose two, I'm done. 
I have, I back in high school, I uh, I had like I had them all in my wallet, like years and years worth of them in my wallet. Yeah. And uh, I was at a high school football game, and I didn't realize until after it was an away game. Like, uh, tiny, where's where's Weibo? Where's Western Boone relative to Speedway? Uh, it's kind of far, yeah, isn't it's it? Probably about thirty miles. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, it was it was there, and I left my wallet there. Like I just I forgot it. Oh. Um, and I never I never recovered. I had to get like a new license, all that stuff. But I was like, my movie stubs were in that. <laughs> That's the worst part. And That's yeah, what like, it sounded had... like when you were telling this story. Was I mean, I oh, lost yeah. my driver's license, all that stuff. <laughs> but the movie tickets, the movie tickets, and like like I had a ticket in there. I had a stub from when I saw Final Destination in the theater, and that was. I saw that movie and that was a very memorable experience for me because my mom took me because I was just a kid. Oh! And while we were while we were leaving, we went to like McDonald's or something to get like a drink on the way there or something. And then as we're pulling out of it, uh, this car in front of us goes into the street to to make a left turn and just gets t-boned and flips over. Whoa. And like just wow, yeah, and like like we got out and we helped her and all that stuff, and then she was fine, everything was okay. But then, like, it, like going, like being a kid, seeing that, and then going to see Final Destination. Yeah, <laughs> wow. that's terrifying. Where, yeah, and it was, it just helped the movie so much. Like, it, it made the movie much, that much more enjoyable. <laughs> helped the movie. That yeah, family's awful experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she's yeah. okay. I assume. But, so, but you're totally right about how that yeah. how. You know, you just look at the movies you watch and movie tickets, and I'll look through my old movie tickets and be like, oh, that was the first movie I saw with that girl, or the last movie I saw with right. that girl. There's, I have the the first ticket sold uh, to Star Wars Episode Three in, oh, at the awesome. Corridon Cinemas, that's which cool. is pretty <laughs> awesome. My, yeah, my, I, my boss... His brother owned the theater, and he and he bought us all tickets. And see, he he even said to me, "He's like, this is the first one. This is the first one sold." So that That's was pretty cool. So cool. Yeah. That's really awesome. Oh man! Yeah. But going back to tracking our movies and everything, like Tiny will attest to this because he was there. But I was doing my uh, my movies watch list for uh, July, and uh, and I I did it. I completed it. All that stuff. I was getting the blog post ready because I post it on the blog every month. And I flipped out because I realized I forgot to I forgot to include Smash. <laughs> um, yeah, it was and like, funny. yeah, it was like, and was then everything out. is awful for the yeah, day. Yeah, I was like, like, I had to go on to Get Glue and backtrack to see when I watched it and all that stuff. And all I was thinking was, is there something else that I forgot? Maybe something that I forgot to check into Get Glue for <laughs> it. And is there? You're not doing it That's justice. Funny. You lost your mind. <laughs> oh, I lost my you mind. I did because you were like, what? 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 It was like stuttering and just you were so it was hilarious. <laughs> it ruined my night. Yeah. It did. Ruined yeah. my night. I bet. Um, well yeah. we, <laughs> so funny. Uh it's funny that it ruined your night. I guess we could yeah. use that as a segue. segue. Um several movies have ruined my nights over the years. <laughs> and because it is October now, the best month of the year, and we're talking about Shocktober. Today we're talking about things on screen, things in movies, things in TV that scare us. So yes. since Maybe. Matt and I have been doing a lot of talking, Matt, I'll yes. let you talk. But okay. Tiny, I want to hear you first. What scares you? All right. What scares me is actually um, the whole alien world. Um, <laughs> alien abductions, alien whatever, all that stuff just absolutely scares me. Even um, kind of a crappy movie like Battle Los Angeles, you know, like – 
not a good movie <laughs> or anything. But yeah. like that that's not a scary movie per se. Uh, obviously, it's an action movie, but even that, right. like, just the the whole concept of an alien invasion, I find scary. Um, but m- more, e- even more so, the 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 biggest example I use is actually from uh, a television show, um, The X Files. Uh, uh, there okay. are yes. yeah, there are several um, several episodes throughout that uh, series that have to do with alien abduction. It's actually the uh, Kind of the overarching storyline for the whole series is actually about alien abduction, and mm-hmm. uh, they really they they really filmed some of the the most scary scenes that I've ever seen regarding that concept, alien abduction. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, let's see, I think the episode. Hmm, I can't remember exactly where it's at. Um, but I think it's in the first season. Uh, the, it just like the cold open for the episode involves a an abduction, and it's absolutely terrifying. Like I, whenever just thinking about it right now, I'm getting a little <laughs> getting a little shaky. Um, That's I, funny. I, I wish I could elaborate on what it is about it that scares me. Um, I think it's just part of it has to do with the the concept that. Uh, I think aliens absolutely exist. Like I don't, I know uh-huh. that's kind of that's kind of a a weird, crazy person opinion to have. But I think <laughs> it's not so much that I think they've. I don't necessarily think they've actually visited Earth and all that stuff, just because of you know science. Yeah, <laughs> but also because <laughs> of science, I think it's borderline obvious that there are there is other life out there that's. Adva- as advanced or possibly more advanced than humans are, and so right. Well, the, and whether or not they're humanoid form, that's a, that's a discussion for another day. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. I I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. The, epi- the name of that episode for the X Files is uh, Dwayne Barry, uh, which is the the name of the character who gets abducted. Um, okay. It's from the second season, it's just it's so I can't even. If you can find it on YouTube, just YouTube Dwayne Barry, and you can. I think they have a clip of it. The first abduction. It was. I watched. Uh, I watched that show religiously when I was a kid. And it ruined like that whole year for me because I would just have, have <laughs> wow. nightmares. That's have great. nightmares about that. Yeah, that's great. I'm I'm gonna um, back you up fully and say that um, a lot of alien scenes scare the poop out of me. <laughs> I the thing the thing is I don't know that I think about it when when Matt you brought up the concept for this podcast to me I was like oh cool we'll, we'll talk right. about some really cool scary movies and. Maybe some that are our favorites. And then I got to thinking about it. And I was like, well, that's kind of tougher than it looks because we're not talking about <laughs> the best horror movies. We're talking about what scares us. And yeah, right. when I think about uh, just uh, the canon of great horror movies, I don't really think of alien movies. But there are movies, definitely are scenes with aliens in them that, that scare me. Did you mm, right. uh, did you see VHS 2 yet? I, I did. Yeah. Uh, I feel so bad because I haven't watched it. I haven't oh, seen it. No. So yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> did it did the uh, did the fourth segment scare you? It really did. Tiny. It really did. It did? Yeah. Good. Me too. I mean Me I too. Yeah, he, I took some issues with the <laughs> the the thing in the that segment, I guess. I took some issues with it because it was weird because these aliens were just like chasing after these kids and then like they chased this one kid all the way up into the attic, and at the end, they just broke through, like, the ship or whatever, like, broke through the roof and just 
did the the classic whole you know tractor beam suck right. him up. I'm like, so why were they even chasing him if they could just pull him straight Do out that of the house? In the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was still really scary. Right. Yeah. And Matt Matt had to cut it out, but he was holding his fingers in his ears, going ah, la, 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 that whole time. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just blowing my nose the whole time. So. <laughs> no. yeah. But yeah. Uh, actually, oh. um, the probably just personally for me, I'm going to break some hearts here. But the the one movie like that really defined, I think, my fear of aliens is actually E.T. Uh, oh wow! Steven Spielberg's delightful classic E.T. Um, uh, for some, I don't know what it is, but you know that movie came out in like mid '80s. I think it was before I before I was born. It came out, but I watched it when I was very young. I was like four or five, and for some reason, I don't know that that little alien just scared the crap out of me. And <laughs> from from the first time I saw it till I was probably like ten or eleven, maybe even a little older than that. I I kid you not, I would have a recurring nightmare um, about (laughs) E.T. chasing me through my house, and he would chase me. I was, you know, a stupid, a stupid, uh, you know, horror movie staple where I would run to somewhere that I couldn't escape from, and so I'd always run to the upstairs (laughs) bedroom of our house, and he would just destroy me. And seriously, that destroyed. I know. Me. I know. It like right I, here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> but now yeah. you just destroyed your pants. Yes. Uh, it, it, you know what's funny about that? Sorry. Uh, real quick about ET is that someone people were saying online that um, when War of the Worlds came out, Spielberg's War of the Worlds, um, it would have been such an awesome ending. If at the end, like they revealed that the aliens were actually the ETs from ET, uh-huh. um, yeah, that kind of would would have been full circle. So that was uh, ET was the movie for me uh, for my mom, I guess, that she knew that I would be a sensitive soul because <laughs> she remembers. <laughs> I, that for me, was one of those movies like uh, what I like to call a babysitter movie when parents <laughs> need to do something, so they'll put me in front of a movie just to settle me down or whatever. Uh, was E.T. And when I would cry at the end of that movie, my mom knew I would be sensitive, a sensitive person. Oh, nice. Yeah. I wish it's not a very proud story to tell, but uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I, it's much better than my interpretation of the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think mine is a normal reaction to E.T. Right. rather than terror. Yeah. And, like, I, don't, um, I haven't watched that movie yeah. in, I mean, obviously I can watch it and enjoy it now, but I don't think yeah. I've watched it in forever because i i just wow. it it's like a vietnam flashback for me <laughs> yeah you know didn't did i read somewhere that uh m&ms turned down to be in that movie like they they asked m&ms huh. if they wanted to be in that movie and they said no so reese's wow oh, reese's pieces did it instead and which put reese's pieces on the map i heard that it, I, awesome. I remember that little piece of trivia like it really it really like boosted the sales of Reese's Pieces after that movie. Yeah. Because that's how popular <laughs> yeah. it was. Right. Yeah. And not that I don't think M&M's needed it, but it, but it makes you wonder mm-hmm. yeah. what would have happened. That's cool. And I've, I've yeah. heard wow. that uh, Oren Pelly, I think that's how you say his name, uh, yeah. he did the par- first Paranormal Activity movie, and I think he produced yeah. the Chernobyl Diaries, which was awful. But oh, he, uh, yeah. he announced that he was going to do an Area 51 movie, like a found footage movie. Yeah, and whatever happened with that? I don't know. Yeah. I think it just, I don't know. I don't know if it's lost in 
production purgatory or what, but I mm-hmm. it just sounded because the paranormal activity I thought was really scary too. And yeah, we'll get to that later. Yeah, on in that so I'd like to see him <laughs> make that and probably ruin my life. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Matt, do you want to kind of save your segment for last? Do you want me to um, go next? Yeah, well, what actually what I want to do is, uh, Tiny, you have other alien movies, yes? Um, off the top of my head. Can't we'll, we'll get into it later. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll circle back to that yeah. here in a bit. But we'll circle, we'll do, give it the old reach around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I want to do is kind of just uh, do like a... Uh, I'm looking up Area 51 right now, sorry. Um, what I want to do is basically I'll give my overview of what what scares me, and then, Mike, you can give yours, and then and okay. then we can kind of circle back to Aliens, talk about that, and okay. then we'll kind of go through each one. Okay. Um, but as for me, what scares me is uh, it's the supernatural, the paranormal kind of stuff, like ghosts and, and, yeah. and such. And I know I've had many, many conversations with you, Mike, about this because we, we, there's, a, there's a gulf between us. There is. To this. As often as we but, agree, this yeah. is not one of the things. <laughs> but it's interesting because my, uh, my fear of the paranormal or whatnot is um, do I think I would, I would attribute it to my mom, actually, because <laughs> throughout my entire life, she's always been like this. Uh, dead. No, <laughs> she's been dead the entire time. <laughs> um, no, she uh, she was very, very, uh, I guess, spiritual and like she was very, like, very accepting of blindly accepting to the idea of ghosts existing and all that. Uh-huh. So I kind of grew up thinking like, oh, yeah, ghosts exist. That's just a fact of life. That's OK. Cool. Um, so like I'd go and like try to like 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 a, any dark room would be like, oh, this place is haunted. Um so there's a little bit of a nostalgia there for me for ghost stories and all that. But in, in, in like now I've, I've grown out and kind of grown, grown to realize, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily believe in, uh, in, uh, in the paranormal in, in that sense, like the, like ghosts and all that. I'm not sure if I believe in it or anything, but it's still something that kind of gets me, gets me going and gets me kind of, kind of scared. Um, so I can, and we'll circle back and I'll, I'll talk about the movies specifically but yeah that's 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 the kind of movie that'll that'll really terrify me mm-hmm. uh mike what's yours what scares you um well i guess i'm gonna have to go with the opposite of that i'm gonna have to go with the real um <laughs> that's not to say again i guess to kind of put a cap on the three of us that's not to say i'm not afraid of alien stuff and that's mm-hmm. also not to say that there are supernatural things that I find scary uh, right. when certain things are well done. I find it scary. If you remember back in July, I, I talked about The Conjuring, and I loved it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it is slashers, and that and that is probably also from my childhood. Nice. Interesting. Um, f- uh, th- I remember watching the first probably true slasher I ever watched from start to finish was Scream 2. Oh, which nice. which I'm actually a lot older than that makes me sound. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I was just so afraid from an early age. A, f- uh, a funnier story, when I was in first grade-ish, uh, mm. maybe second grade, uh, Jason Goes to Hell was released. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. That gem of a that. movie. <laughs> um, so, and I had a friend in that class who was, who was kind of like uh, – it was a split class. So it was like first graders and second graders. And he was in second grade and he okay. was kind of, uh, 
kind of a troublemaker and and cool so i looked up to him in that way and he was Mm -hmm. he rented or bought on vhs jason goes to hell Mm-hmm. And and he was like, you got to come over and watch it. You got to come over and watch it. And I was like, uh, all right. So I concocted this plan to tell my dad <laughs> we couldn't come up with a better movie than to tell him we were going to watch uh, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, I'm going over to Anthony's house and we're going <laughs> to we're going to watch Alice in Wonderland. And my dad, I That's don't great. know why, didn't think any the wiser. And he's like, we'll take your brother, too. And oh, I was like, oh, God. my brother, who was like five. <laughs> and uh and he and he walked uh in Chicago it was it was like uh a my a block down the end of the street and then a, and then a, like three blocks the other way I don't know it's kind of pointless since you can't see it what whatever <laughs> he lived fine. he lived a ways away and my brother and I walked down there and we put the movie in and the movie starts with this this girl taking off her clothes and taking a shower in the cabin nice. <laughs> and then Jason jumps down and uh, they chase Jason chases the woman through the woods where it's actually a trap and a bunch of guys with big guns shoot Jason uh, and then there's Jason's dead body and this guy eats Jason's heart and that's about as far <laughs> as I got back then I've, I've of course seen it since a couple of times right but that's as far as I got and I was like I gotta I gotta go get something from from home. I'll be back. <laughs> and I left and I left my brother there, right? And so I walked home just terrified out of my mind at what I had just seen. Yeah. Terrified out of my mind. Watching somebody That's get killed awesome. and then another guy eat his heart just terrified me. So I get home a couple hours later, uh an hour and a half later or whatever, uh Kevin is home and mm. I get in a little bit of trouble for leaving Kevin there, but it's Alice in Wonderland, who cares? My dad my <laughs> and so we're laying in bed and uh and i'm like kevin so did you watch the whole movie and he goes i'm not i'm not kevin and i was like oh, what God. and he goes i'm jason <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> and i didn't sleep oh. and i wonder i wonder if that is why from for the, my whole life slashers have been it for me Wow. And I'll go. We'll go into more detail later when we talk about specific movies. But right. uh, you know, Halloween again, Scream Two. When I saw that, all scared the crap out of me. But I think my brother, as a as a five six year old or whatever, however old he was, I'm Jason. Uh, was it for me? That was it. Wow! Wow! That yeah. is that's a cool story. Your yeah. brother sucks. Uh, he did, <laughs> he did a younger brother too. He did suck. Oh, that's great. But then I was terrified of Jason from then on. Even even like the guys who had the uh, the chainsaws in the first um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game for NES. That scared the crap out of me. And I remember specifically one night being in bed and uh, hearing, I guess, an, a knock on the door or something downstairs. And, uh, and then what I thought was a chainsaw starting up and killing my mom. So oh, I jumped wow. out of bed and ran downstairs as fast as I could. I can't believe Jason is in the house. He's killing my mom. <laughs> I thought Jason had a chainsaw. I, I was confused in my movies. Sure. Uh, huh. And then it was just my mom vacuuming. <laughs> <downstairs>. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's great. But wow. yeah, that, wow. that scared the crap out of me. That's awesome. So, so yeah, we all have different different things that scare us and I'm not I like I both aliens and slashers can can scare me mm-hmm. in the right context, but I mean paranormal just scares me more, but and like you and I Mike, we've we've discussed this 
difference between us we like, have very in depth yeah we've analyzed and we've and oh, we've yeah. talked about why 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 is it that each gets each of us yeah like for me it's for me with the paranormal it's like you can't see it so you can't you can't you can't create like it's it's not a visible uh-huh. thing it's an entity that you can't control or you don't have any there's no parameters for it it can do anything yeah and that just that just terrifies me because you can you have no control over the situation whereas with like a human uh slasher i mean you can like i always make the argument like yeah just carry a gun with you and you're good but um right. <laughs> right. not that i'm a gun nut or anything and i don't own a gun or anything so i mean in that situation i'd be useless yeah um my, it's and just then, one of those and then of course my argument is uh and and none of us believe in any of the supernatural right. uh i definitely don't i mean i don't believe in ghosts i don't believe in any of that stuff mm-hmm. um people people do put on masks and kill other people that's right. true that happens it yeah. just happens and i and i guess the idea that that might happen terrifies me that's that's what's different yeah. or that's i i would say that the most notable difference between the three of us is that the one what scares Matt and I is semi plausible, sort of, but mm-hmm. what scares Mike is a confirmed fact that happens all the time. So that's yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's a huge that's that's the most notable difference in my opinion. It yeah. is absolutely. What's weird though is is that I don't I don't watch these slasher movies, these movies of real people killing real people. Semi real people, I guess I'm moving away from George, Jason Voorhees, um, right. and I and I don't look at them and just feel disturbed, and it doesn't wreck the world for me when I'm done. I am mm-hmm. more than anything entertained, mm-hmm. uh, okay. so I'm not sure why it I I pick that as the scariest thing. You you would think if I meant that it would it, if that's what scared me, it's because I just get sad about the world, but not really. You know what I mean? When you when you right. watch Scream, I I love it because it's funny. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. scary at times, uh, not because it it's it's uh, real. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, in Tiny, it's it's funny because alien abductions and alien malevolent aliens and all that that's kind of it's it's almost like a middle ground between mine and mike's yeah because, it, is. it is very interesting yeah because yeah. mike's is real mine's i mean let's face it it's it's we've we've been as as humans we've been on the planet for for a long time and there's no confirmed ghost sightings and all that it's all it's all in the brain pretty much yeah yeah. Um I mean that's debatable and all that, but I mean there's still like that's one thing that gets that that m- makes me angry when these horror movies come out, especially like demon possession movies that's like based on a true story. It's like the the trailer for The Possession had it had it's it said like based on a true story and then in the trailer like you see like a hand coming out of a gir- little girl's throat or something it's like yeah. that's not like if if half of the movies that say that they're based on a true story were actually based on a true story the entire world would be a vastly different place well, than the one we live in you're, now yeah. you're totally right let me tell you how i uh make that okay in my mind is that mm-hmm. they are stories it truly someone told that story Right. Yes, and that's, that's kind of how I say. Okay, well, it's it's based, it's based on a real person who told this story. Yeah, you know, it's what I like, mean? it's like a movie that we're going to talk about this later when we circle back to you, Mike. The the strangers, like uh, that's based on the story of the the director, the writer director as a kid 
someone knocked on his door and asked for the wrong person. Right. I guess. And to yep. my knowledge, he just he found out like later, like oh, someone was attacked. Um, and another uh, like down the street or something. Yeah. So it's not like confirmed that that's what happened. And right. All that. Um, right. But yeah. But anyway, before we waste a ton of more time, not that this is a waste of time or anything, but I want to circle back to Tiny and talk more about aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiny, you said that you didn't really have any off the top of your head. I I thought of a couple actually. Um, I did two for you, but go ahead. But uh, one that that truly scared me i remember i remember this experience in the theater was um science by m night Shyamalan. oh uh, nice and, uh you know he's become kind of a boon so it's weird to talk about yeah. it yeah that movie i thought was really well done and i not just because it was um scary because really that that movie is about it's not about an alien invasion it's 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 a subtextual film it's about yeah faith, faith. And all that stuff yep. yeah um yeah but the the invasion scenario in that movie uh it's not that 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 movie's not even really about abduction it's about an invasion but just right you know the part where they're at home and they have everything boarded up and that just absolutely scared the crap out of me um yeah likewise that yeah that movie was another great example but and, and even to get to get back to another example of something that that shouldn't scare me like et uh close encounters of the third kind which oh yeah which is a Again, a very charming film that I, right. I can. I watched that recently, and I can. That's a movie that I actually can watch <laughs> and, <laughs> and really enjoy because it's it's very. It's I think it's a very hopeful film. I that's what I love about it. But I mean that oh, the yeah. part where the little kid gets gets abducted. Uh, ironically, he he lives in Muncie, Indiana. Um, oh, that's right. But oh, the, that fine. part where he where he gets abducted and like they they pull him through the door and all that is. That just scared, and I saw that when I was really young. That scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, and e- even the part in the, in the very end, spoiler alert, when the right. the ship is, you know, they're interacting with the ship, and the alien aliens come off the ship. I was like, oh, don't touch it, dude. Get away from it. Get away from it. It's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, it's that's funny. I, I guess I, I don't know why it just really gets to me. Yeah, that movie changed the way I eat mashed potatoes. <laughs> um. <laughs> What about uh, the uh what about the most obvious uh Halloween gonna, in space? Oh wow, that's not the one I was going to say. <laughs> Alien, right? Alien, yeah. Alien. Oh, Halloween in space. It's See? Halloween in space. Yeah. I, <laughs> Which I, I love take, it. I love it for that reason. Yeah, I'll talk about I, Halloween in a minute, but I love it that way. Yeah. I take issue with that with saying that it's Halloween in space just because I feel like that's that's almost like not derogatory toward it, but I mean it's just it because I mean, it, it is. Te- it is. There is a way to. I don't know how to how to explain it. Like, you can say that it is, and I, I'm okay with it. But mm-hmm. I still think it's like. Uh, you don't like that it implies a derivation of hol- from Halloween. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. It's because it, it, that movie is a classic. I love it. And it is. I mean, this is speaking. I mean, I I watched it for the first time like a year or two ago. Um, and I, I just can't get out of my head. I, I love it so much, but, yeah, yeah. and I know tiny has more to say about it, but, um, actually let's just, I'll yield the floor to tiny. What do you think of alien? How did that affect you? Alien? I think it is a scary film, but it didn't necessarily scare me that much. I, I think it's oh. because it's the, um, I guess the, the, the drive of the alien, what drove it was, it, it just, 
it was just a, uh, an evil thing that just killed people. It didn't have yeah, uh, like the yeah. shape of evil, like right. the shape, like <laughs> the shape. <laughs> it just uh, okay, yeah, yeah, like like the alien didn't want to. It didn't want to study us. It didn't want to take our yeah. land or you know inhabit our planet. It just it was just something that was designed to kill, and so it was more of a slasher. You know, it was like, a it was a creature movie. Yeah, a creature movie. Um, okay, yeah, it wasn't an intelligent life right. form. I, 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 think, yeah. I think part of what okay. scares me about aliens is that they uh, alien abductions more than anything. Like Independence Day doesn't really scare me. Like that's not a scary right. movie. But like, <laughs> but um, it's scary good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think what scares me about abduction is the fact that it's it's basically like perpetual torment. Like it's it's sort of like you're being tortured. And you never know when it's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen to you. Uh, it could go on for the rest of your life, and you're basically powerless to stop it. That's, I yeah. think. I think that's an important distinction yeah. between th- what all three of us actually listed is that. Mm-hmm. I think Matt and I's is less plausible, but if it happens, that that means that you're also pretty powerless to stop it. Because we're screwed. Yeah, like yeah. like you said, you can't stop. <laughs> right. a, you can't stop a ghost with a gun, and theor- right. theoretically, yeah. you could shoot an alien, but you never know. They could have they could have shields or whatever. You know, yeah. you yeah. might be powerless yeah. to stop them. And well, if you have M Night Shyamalan, uh, if you're thinking of M Night Shyamalan, all you need is a super soaker. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. But or even even a movie like um, The Fourth Kind. I, I was going to bring that up. That was yeah. going to be my next one. Yeah. Was that your obvious one? The one that I... Or no. You, you meant Alien. Was, yeah. yeah. Right. Obvious one was Alien. Um, yeah. But the fourth kind, like, that's... That wasn't a very... That was kind of a crappy movie. I, it wasn't really that good, yeah. but it, it scared the living crap out of me. I, and yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Me yeah. too. Yeah. I thought it was... It was very atmospheric. I liked it. Right. Right. Especially uh, with the, I didn't, the found footage and the, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, that aspect of it was really cool um like the juxtaposition of the found footage and the reenactments or whatever um yeah, yeah i thought I, I thought that added a whole new element to it especially to found footage films but that i don't know that one scared the crap out of me especially when the like the the aliens started speaking like sumerian through the the people mm. like that uh-huh. yeah that's right like you said i will impose my will upon the ra- human race and stuff like that that was just that's that creepy. was just terrifying. That really got <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. From, did you uh, see uh, <laughs> Did you see Dark Skies? I did. I watched that recently too. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, was okay. It, it was it was okay. It was light scares right. if you like alien movies. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Um uh Area 51 I looked it up on IMDb and it has IMDb lists its release date as November 15th of this year, but I mm-hmm. I think that that's like a Wikipedia kind of thing like it's not confirmed or anything. Right. But hopefully we get to see it because that'd be interesting. I remember when uh, Super Eight's trailer came out. I thought for like a split second when I first saw the trailer, the trailer for Super Eight that showed the train wreck and all that. I thought, is this is this for Area Fifty One? Oh yeah, I um, remember that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Super Eight. I love Super Eight. Tiny, what do you think of Super Eight? Actually, it's an alien movie. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it I if that one didn't really scare me for some reason. I'm not sure why. I thought it was more creature than alien. And yeah. again, there's no; it doesn't have the abduction aspect to it. Uh, what about the thing? The yeah, thing. what about the thing? Huh. Uh, I love the thing. I don't know. I it's don't really think about that as an alien movie. I guess it is. Yeah, I, I, it definitely it is. is. But I wouldn't either. 
Yeah. Not in the not in the sense of something that can abduct you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. More of a creature feature, like Matt said earlier. It is scary, yeah. but it didn't it didn't scare me. It, I I just appreciated the movie. I thought it was incredible, especially the John. Car- I, I assume you talked about the John Carpenter one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the the newer one was terrible. Uh, the remake yeah. was terrible, but <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah it was. So yeah, I, I love that movie, but it, for some reason that didn't doesn't really scare me too much. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, do you want to move on to what scares me? The the ghost story ones, or yeah, I want to hear them. Yeah. All right. Well, first on the list, I prepared a list. What? Yeah. Um, what is your What is your your ultimate scary uh, paranormal movie? That would be the first paranormal activity. Uh-huh. Nice. Um, I mean, whole, like this is the story I tell everyone when I tell tell them about paranormal activity. I saw the original one at the theater, middle of the day. I, I work nights, so I have in my room, I'm staring at it right now, my windows are blacked out by bed sheets to make sure my room is dark at all times. Mm-hmm. So I went to the theater for a matinee because I work nights, like I said, so I'm up all day or I, I sleep during the day. So I stayed up a little late, went to go see it. And it's just I, like at the end of it, it's the only scary movie I can remember where I left the theater like visibly like like shaking. My hands <laughs> were shaking. Mm-hmm. I was terrified. But <laughs> the moment where I'm getting chills just thinking about this, that the moment toward the end where uh i guess spoiler alert but when when she screams his name that is like the most chilling thing i've seen in in, like that i can remember like when she's downstairs Um, yes she's like mika i'm just like that is so scary Mm -hmm. um and then like i'm like i was in my i sat in my car for a few minutes and i i think i sent a text to you mike but i was like i like i literally i was so terrified i was just i just I never experienced that. Did um, Did you see that? Uh, I'll I'll make a few comments, but check check the date when you saw that. I'm I'm interested to see oh, which yeah. one of us saw it first. After I saw it, um, I think you saw it first. I saw it on October 23rd of 2009. Interesting when it, when it came out. Yeah, and um, I I enjoyed it, and I was mildly scared, uh-huh. uh, but but slept soundly that night. I saw I did a double feature uh, with Saw Seven. And paranormal activity, oh, yeah. and uh, and just went to bed right after. And I, my roommate at the time, I remember he he came up, he woke up the next morning, or I woke up the next morning. He was like, "Man, did you sleep last night?" I was like, "Yeah, so fine." Why? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, "I didn't sleep at all." Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh wow, I saw it on the twenty fifth. So that was what day did you say? You said 23rd? I saw it the twenty third. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a couple days after you saw it. Okay. Um. But yeah, and it was just like, and when I came home, like I said, middle of the day, I was getting ready to go to sleep, and I have, I had a fan on, a fan on in my room, and like, like as I'm changing into my pajamas, it it's an oscillating fan, so it it moved and it it moved a piece of paper off of my desk, <laughs> and I like freaked out like i jumped it was like it affected my mood for the entire probably the rest of the week i would say that's great um that's it was awesome. just in a, like in the the franchise dipped from there and it's i mean yeah what are you gonna say but and I actually uh, while we're on the subject i uh i read that they're not gonna release 
Paranormal Activity 5. Yeah, I saw that. Until, like, January. Yep. Which hmm. is crazy because, I mean, say what you will about the sequels, but, I mean, the past four years, I mean, it's been a staple of Shocktober for me. I'm going to the theater to see it. I saw a midnight screening of Paranormal Activity 4. Hmm. Oh, me too. Um, and that was yeah. one of the... I, I saw it uh, with... Uh, I did a double feature of Sinister, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a like a nine o'clock or whatever, and then we yeah. saw the midnight of Paranormal Activity four, and yeah. just the the quality of the two movies. I loved Sinister, by the way. I still haven't seen. it. I'm saving it for this for oh, man. this month. Yeah, be be excited. It's it's awesome, especially if, if you enjoy the paranormal uh, and disturbing. But anyway, uh, I mean, the crowd was the crowds for each were so different, and I. <laughs> hated the crowd for paranormal activity now i go to a lot of midnight showings and i and like Mm -hmm. all the comic book movies i love this was a whole different animal literally at the at the climax of of the fourth movie and i guess we're not at the uh statute of limitations yet so i won't do spoilers okay but uh just say just say the one scary part of the movie the one scary part (laughs) of the movie the the scary seven minutes of the end of the movie yes a guy literally jumping on his seat screaming uh. at his friend how scary it was it was <laughs> it was ridiculous it was ridiculous i i had I, an uh, i had an obnoxious um theater experience with that too because right behind me literally right behind me every time every time the the scene cut to a night sequence that was taping and they showed the date on the screen this this gentleman behind me <laughs> would say that's my birthday. Oh, Every single no. one. And the first, yeah, the first time I'm like, okay, cool. Just cool it. Second time I'm like, oh, cool. That's my sister's birthday too. So shut up. Um, but do you then, know what? The movie deserved that kind of attention. It, kind of, it did. For the fourth but, one. But not on the first view. I mean, I guess it's a midnight screening. And, and then like about halfway through, like you could tell like none of his stupid joke wasn't landing with any of his friends. <laughs> so like about halfway through, he stopped. But I was just like, like you, you suck. You, yeah. you suck so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that, that movie was, I will say that Paranormal Activity 4 was the best, the very best Xbox Connect commercial I've ever seen. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, See, I, but going I, back, I thought that was oh, part. I thought that part of that movie was pretty eerie, actually, where they you could see the outline of the you know, the demon or whatever. I thought that was actually pretty scary. It was, but it wasn't. I was able to look past the gimmick. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have liked it a lot more if they didn't make a point to say, "Oh, the Connect is really great." Maybe. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I if we had the time and we don't, I'd let yeah. you. I'd let you read my text message for that day, Matt, mm-hmm. on the on the podcast of my review after seeing it. Oh, okay. Which was, do you remember? Do you remember when I texted uh, you immediately after seeing it? No. And it was. I like don't think so. Pa- it was a very worth, long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pages worth in a text <laughs> of just tearing the movie to shreds. <laughs> oh yeah, it was great too. It was great. Yeah. Um, but going back to the original, I, I have points to make about it, but the, what I love most about the original that, that frightened me was that it's, it's a great example of perfect escalating terror, perfect escalating tension Mm -hmm. because it's just, the pacing is just spot on for me at least. Um, cause it's just a gradual shift toward, toward just this horrific, uh, finale, 
Um, and then also as a, as kind of a B story to it, I guess, is the, the destruction, the, the destruction of Katie and Micah's Mika's. Um, I can't, I can't remember. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mika. Yes. Yeah. Mika. That's right. Cause it's a weird. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the complete, uh, destruction of their relationship. And yeah. like, I don't know if you noticed, like in the movie, Katie, like there's a few instances where she, she says, gosh, instead of like God, which doesn't really – the first, like, dozen times I watched the movie, it didn't really register with me. But, wow. like, last year <laughs> – like, I will talk year, about that in a second. Yeah. I don't know if I've literally said it. <laughs> no. It well, times, I know, but, but – Okay. Go ahead. But anyway, go ahead. Um, it's just like, the, like there's a scene where she almost slips up and says God while she's talking to the to the psychic. But she she, like, corrects herself and she says, gosh. So it kind of seems like – like they're painting her as this not not really angelic, but kind of this pure kind of character who is just haunted by this by this demon, and it kind of comes out is more visual when when she's clutching the the crucifix um, after after all that. But um, and also just the like the, how the the tension the tension ratchets ratchets up in in. Uh, um, in sync or, or whatever with their, their sleep deprivation and the, their tension, their tension in the relationship escalates with the, the tension in the house. And I just think it's just a great dynamic that was set in that movie. And one of the scariest moments in that movie is toward the end when, when spoiler alert, but I mean, it's like five years old, Yeah. but is at the end when, when she's like, she's possessed. Like, I think it's after she's been bitten, um, and there's, they're talking about, they're like, all right, screw this. We're going to the hotel. We're, we're leaving this house. And she's like, it's, it's like the demon is speaking for her. And she's like, I think we'll be okay now. And then it's just like, just saying that just gives me chills. Mm-hmm. And like, there's, a, there's like, you can see on her face as she's, as like Mika leaves the room, she has this like smile that's like slightly distorted. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just chilling to me. Yeah. I know she's talking about um, that part. It's yeah, and, pretty scary. Yeah. And there's yeah. like a little effect on the voice when she says, we'll be okay now. It's like through yeah, a filter. And, that's what I like. It's, yeah. It's, uh, I loved it. It's her voice. It's doubled. Yeah. Her voice yeah. Is there doubled. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, but what uh, were you going to say, Mike? <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, I know you haven't watched it dozens of times, but I'm sure right. you've watched it a dozen times. Can I say oh, yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've I've probably watched it a dozen times. I've watched it uh, without fail each year, and a couple years I've watched it multiple times. Okay. I, don't I saw know. it in the theater like three times. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've seen it maybe three times. I don't know if I can wow. ever watch it again. Wow. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. The first time, I loved it. The second time I liked it a lot, and the third time I kind of like watching it with people who hadn't seen it before. Mm-hmm. Right. But I was m- mildly bored the third time watching it. Huh. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Because there's there's nothing about it that had, I guess this is kind of a video game reference phrase, <laughs> but uh, replay value about it. Okay. There There's none of the, none of the, the, the scares are too subtle. They're played well, but they're too subtle to warrant repeat scares. They're never scary again after I've I've seen them for the first time. Mm. I don't know why yeah. that is, but but it it, it is. <laughs> interesting. And you interesting. could you could kind of say that about about most movies. Do you have anything more to say about this? Because this is kind of a good segue into mine. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say real quick, and I'm I'm gonna throw it to Tiny here for a second in case he has anything to say. But um, it, it seems like you're you're viewing it more in in terms of scares, like kind of like how you said with with. Uh, with comedies, your your joke density meter, 
Sure, um, but that's not to say I don't pay attention to the quality of a movie. Right, right. But and for uh, a movie like Paranormal Activity, I mm. would argue that it's good because it's scary. And when it's not scary anymore, it's not that great. She's annoying. Okay. He's annoying. <laughs> and then it's really just a bunch of talking. I agree yeah, that okay. you can see that there there's a dissolving of their relationship. Yeah. And, and I can't argue that the, uh, the character development is good. But are they mm-hmm. very, very interesting? I don't think so. Okay, I can I can respect that. I view it more in terms of the atmosphere and just I mean, if you watch it under under the right settings, it'll get under your skin. Yeah. Um. Still with me. I mean, it, it's been like a year since I watched it, but I mean, I'll watch it this year again. Uh, but I need to make sure that I have everything. I don't want any distractions. It's kind of I want to be en- enveloped in the movie. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't so, yeah. watch it in the dark alone before bed. I'll admit that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Tiny, did you have any thoughts on Paranormal Activity? Uh. Just. Two things real quick. I I agree with Matt. Uh, I thought it was terrifying movie. I really I really did. I thought it was incredibly scary. Um, I had trouble sleeping when I saw it in the theater. I saw it. Matt said he saw it three times in the theater. I think the s- second, maybe even the third time. I, I think I saw it twice with Matt mm-hmm. um, in the <laughs> yeah. theater. And like yeah, that first time I had trouble sleeping. So it really got to me. And I oh, think yeah. I think part of what what makes it especially scary. Uh, possession in general i think is what what, what's really scary is that uh well it was evidence in the film that it's it's forever like yeah because she she was she was you know possessed as a kid or she was you know taunted by this thing as a kid and it's still with her as an adult and given the whole the canon i guess or the theory of you know where this all comes from is that it's going to be part of her afterlife as well so it's literally for eternity she will be her yeah. soul, even in the afterlife, will be tormented by this thing, and that's what's most scary about it to me. So I agree. Yeah, I can agree with that too. I yeah. the idea of hell is pretty is a pretty terrifying one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Mike, we'll get we'll get to your points too. But I wanted to say that uh, I had another movie on my list that I'll just briefly talk about because it's it's a classic, The Shining. Mm. Um, okay ever heard of it <laughs> um no uh just uh kubrick's a genius the the way that he composes his shots and it's like the perfect use of wide angles is just it's just phenomenal and, it, and it's a it's a ghost story too and um like he shows the audience the gargantuan size of the hotel and it slowly shrinks like the the it shrinks and makes you claustrophobic as you watch the 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 characters be claustrophobic and and turn murderous and all that um so yeah, that's I mean that's a classic. We don't need to talk about. It. I just wanted to mention that because uh-huh. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'll I'll say. Go ahead, Tiny. I was just gonna say that's a movie. It's it's a ghost story or a paranormal story that's kind of masked as a slasher. <laughs> because that's true. It's a guy yeah. who goes in a and sense, hunts down yeah. his family. Yeah, but yeah. okay. Yeah, and it also influenced it. It probably more than anything its legacy, particularly on the father tries to kill children kind of deal. Like uh, when Amityville, the Amityville horror came out, uh, and I'm talking about the original one, not the the Ryan Reynolds classic, right? <laughs> uh, which I actually liked when I was in high school. I I remember when I met you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, that the the book um, had nothing to Jay Anson, I think, is the author. The book has nothing to do with the father trying to kill the kids. That was never part of the uh, of the the story, the claim was that the father tried to kill but because of the influence of the shinning 
<laughs> that's a Simpsons reference, by the of way. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> the I knew you guys would know. But anyway. You mean Shining. <laughs> yeah. You want to get no. sued? The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's they, they ripped that from, from The Shining. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, did you want to talk about your slasher? I will. Movies? Uh, I also kind of want to bring up an interesting point. And I kind of thought about this when, Tiny, you were talking about why that scares you so much. And I don't know exactly what to make of this. I'm kind of just making an observation. It's similar to what I said about how I'm not actually sitting up in bed at night, uh, like being sad about the world, about people are going to kill me. And I'm pretty sure that you guys aren't sad at night thinking about, the idea that you might burn in hell, right? Because that's, that's right, something right. that the three of us don't subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's interesting that we use those things as the things which we are most afraid of, isn't it? Yeah. It is pretty interesting. It's uh, it's something, like you said, the idea. The idea of hell. And, and it's terrifying, uh, absolutely. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like I said, I don't particularly subscribe to the to – the the paranormal philosophies or whatever but it it's a terrifying thought um it 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 goes back to it goes back to when you're a kid and you think of monsters in your closet or under your bed it's kind of it's like it's not plausible it's not there but it's 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 a fear it's yeah it's yeah it's just the nature of, of fear absolutely um okay well i can talk about um I talked about the genesis of my fear, which was Jason, uh, Jason Voorhees. And I've always loved the Friday the 13th series. Even uh, when Jason goes to Manhattan, I still <laughs> I still followed him all the way through. I love I love the Friday the 13th movies huh. so much. It, it peaks at four. Make no mistake. I'm, I'm not that dumb to think it gets any better. <laughs> right. uh, but anyway, so that was kind of the start. I think the most important for me. Um, I, I, you know, I'd like to talk about the Scream movies, I guess. Oh, yes. There's, there's, of course, the obvious Halloween, and if we have more time, I'll talk about what that means to you me. You mean, by, by Halloween, do you mean Alien on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what year? Alien came out in 1979, and Halloween was recently released in 1978, so. Yeah, well, I mean, there was so, a production. You gotta consider hurts. that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay. Alien on Earth, right. <laughs> uh, I'll, but anyway, I'll talk about that. So I, I guess I'd rather talk about something that is, uh, I guess, more important to my fear of slashers. Scream okay. 2, I saw the summer it came out. We rented it. And uh, and I remember hearing about the first Scream and asking friends mm-hmm. about it. And I asked one friend in particular what it was about. And he's like, it's about this game where he asks you questions over the phone. And if you get him wrong, you die. Oh, that's such Aww. a crappy description. I know. It's not a description at all. And then yeah. they describe this, this girl getting crushed by a garage and i thought that she would she was standing there and the garage came down on top of her and she like crumpled like Uh. an accordion which is not true so i had these (laughs) images in my head of what scream would be of course i had no idea what scream 2 would be like but we rented it anyway (laughs) and and i didn't see the first one before i saw scream 2 and uh and that is one of the first times i can remember vividly you know there's the the jason goes to hell incident but vividly not sleeping a wink literally <laughs> the whole wow. night because because of that movie i mean i would close my eyes and i would see uh 
what I guess is now called ghost face, just right. in front of my face. I would like hear sounds that I thought were ghost face. I, n- nothing about the idea that he died at the end of the movie was, uh, settling to me and the whole next day which was probably a saturday because my parents were off work that's how i remember that we we went to uh a a water park we went to water parks often in the suburbs of chicago and Mm. uh and i would like see ghost face in the crowd like swimming in the pool (laughs) just like i would turn around like like almost that scene where sydney is kind of doing the uh acting you know oh yeah and and she sees ghost face dancing and uh I, like I saw that while we were at the pool and it was just just terrifying until and this is embarrassing to admit, but I'm going to admit until the first time I saw Scream from start to finish, which was freshman year in college when I was wow. 18 years old. Wow. That's that's when you first saw it. Did that, I? I we, you did you we were there. You were in yeah. the room when I watched Scream for the first time. That's right. Because yeah. uh, not to hijack your your. No, no, no. Whatever, by all means. But, go ahead. Scream is uh, like I. You've, after we were, let me let me interrupt. I'm sorry. Oh, You've okay. called it the movie that made you love movies. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. and I, I was so mad when we were, when we finished recording the nostalgia movies episode because I needed to include that because that is literally the the genesis of my movie fandom. Yeah. Um. Because I like the way I watched Scream was my parents rented it. Um. And we watched it just middle of the day and all that, and I I was into it. It was cool, but. The thing that I, I loved about it was that the the characters loved the, the meta the meta aspect of it. Yeah. The characters loved movies. They loved mm-hmm. talking about horror movies, and right. they, they talked with such such authority on these subjects. And I was like, I want to be like that. <laughs> yeah. So I would go, and then like, scream when when Scream Two was in production, I would like go. This was when I was in like what like sixth seventh grade. We would have been in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, um like I'd go to the library and use their internet and like look up like the li- the latest rumors and all this stuff and it's like I it was like I remember going to the Dimension the Dimension Films <laughs> website and going onto their Scream 2 page just that's to see funny. if there's any updates and like it was just like that's uh, like I was like I was a movie fan from there. I was um, so averse to the idea of scream and the ghost face killer that and I'll, and I'll give two instances the first is i spent the night at a friend of mine's house after scream 2 came out and he and he wanted to be the the killer he called he just called mm. him scream he wanted to be scream right. uh for halloween <laughs> and uh he like decided that he was going to go upstairs and put the costume on and call me up there and scare me but Ooh. i knew that the the son of a gun was gonna do it nice. and he's like i'll be right back he's like which funny is kind of a line from the movie anyway. Right. He's like, Mike, come up here, come up here. And I'm like, no, no. He's like, come on. And so he kept chiding me to come upstairs, even though I knew he was there with the mask on. So he mm-hmm. came downstairs. He was, he was disrobed, but he like showed me the mask and it scared, it, it unsettled me so much that I had to call my mom and go home. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And I was 12, which is, which is pretty old to be too scared to stay at a friend's yeah. house. Yeah. Uh, and then the the next one is when I was in high school in '99 when the promos for uh, Scream Three came out. I couldn't even watch them. <laughs> just wow. just uh, like when she would when uh, Ghostface would jump up in the window in the in the scene where Sydney is kind of at her at her own house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's the dream sequence, you know. 
Yes, that was the one scary part of the entire franchise. Like I was going to say, I wasn't scared by it or anything. Yeah. But well, movies, uh, but. but not the not the mother when when Ghostface jumps out at the end. Right, right. That's the scene in the in the TV spot that, okay. that scared yeah. me. So I I've since seen them. I since uh, I have since called them as important to my movie watching life. As they are to you. I just discovered nice. them later. And as much as I love Shocktober and as much as I adore slasher movies, uh, Scream came very late for me. And horror movies came very late for me. And right. I'm almost kind of embarrassed to admit it that, <laughs> that Jason was my first experience with all of that. Um, That's a cl- he's a classic. He's a classic yeah. character. He is, yeah. Uh, but Scream is so much better. It, it really is. And I was and really I mean, way too old to, to see it. Yeah. As late as I was, I, I was way too young to have seen Scream Two in the theaters. I feel like because I, I, I made <laughs> yeah, my mom probably. take me to go see it. That's crazy. <laughs> I even saw it twice in theaters. Actually, I Holy mean, just cow. the scene where Randy's scene in Scream Two. I mean, that just devastated me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Tiny, you've been kind of quiet about this. What is your take on the Scream franchise? Um, I, uh, just a fun fact: uh, Scream was one of the first, maybe. Maybe even the first rated R movie I ever saw. Wow! Nice. Wow! Yeah, because my my and I saw it secretly. Like my parents wouldn't let me watch <laughs> rated R movies. Funny. And that's awesome. Yeah, I think my my brother got like a got someone's VHS copy, and he was like, "Hey, you want to watch Scream?" And I was like, "What? We can watch it? Really?" He's like, "Yeah, I borrowed it from so and so." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's watch it." Uh, nice. And so you know, I was just excited about people dropping the f bomb, really. Right. Um, but. I, that it's it's funny because that I, I really appreciate the movie. I think it's a really cool concept. I mm-hmm. I think it's funny. It's really interesting. It's a great movie. I, I like it a lot. But even when I watched it back in fifth grade, sixth grade, doesn't it? It does not scare me even in the slightest. Like I don't I don't find it. Maybe the the opening scene where drew barrymore is on the phone with him and stuff. That's that's kind of yeah, scary. Right. But which I feel is one of the most important scenes and in, in horror movies i guess in the last right. 20 years oh i totally yeah agree. i can't yeah. yeah i can't i can't repeat uh, that if we're all. saying the last 20 years it is probably the most important scene in oh, horror yeah. movies oh yeah I, I would agree with that totally absolutely um but i don't know I, and i think my i wouldn't even call it a gripe with slasher movies but just what what about it that does not scare me is just the fact that i don't know maybe this is kind of a i'm not trying to brag or anything but i just I'm like I'm a I'm kind of a big guy and like if anybody <laughs> tried to attack me I yeah. would just absolutely decimate them like yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not trying to say I'm some kind of badass cuz I'm not yeah. but like I don't know it just like especially who's the the actor uh, not Matthew Lillard but the other guy who played the Oh, Skeet oh yeah. Johnny Depp the younger version Exactly <laughs> yeah. like I could I, I just imagine like him trying to swing at me and I would just do that thing where I put my hand on his head and he's like eh, he can't reach me you know like yeah. that's like he's not menacing at all like I don't know yeah. I just it didn't that's it funny. didn't get to me in that way and even like I can understand uh, you know Jason and stuff like that and like uh, Halloween you know um, I can yeah. understand that being scary because yeah. it is it totally is but they don't. Again, those don't get to me the way that other stuff does, like the paranormal yeah. or, or aliens. Again, I get now, as an adult male who has since watched those movies plenty of times, that it mm. is not 
nearly as scary. There are, there are right. scarier things. Mm-hmm. And and admittedly, I have a real problem being scared of anything the second time. And I don't and okay. I don't I'm going to steal one of your lines. I don't mean to sound like a tough guy either. I I wish I could be as scared uh, as I was when I saw Scream 2. I wish a movie would do that to me, and I wish I could feel that feeling again where I have trouble sleeping and, and the next day is weird. But I haven't had a feeling near that uh, since I saw Scream 2. Hmm. I wish the same thing for, for me in Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Um, and, and going back to what Tiny said about Skeet Ulrich, I just, and what you said, Mike, about him being Johnny Depp younger, I just want to throw this in there that he is... He he is like Johnny Depp. He's he's if you will. He's uh, he's a Johnny Deppelganger. Oh no! Uh, did you? I had did you to p- come in just to say that. Yep. Yep. No shame. Oh my god. No shame. <laughs> um, but no, I wish that I could replicate my feelings about my my reaction to paranormal activity because I mean, I talked about how how it affected me, and what I neglected to mention was that that night I had to go into work and work in an empty office building all night. Um, yeah. in the dark, and I mean that's, I don't know. It, it was just it was frightening. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, the thing about it, you know, just being young, and this is pretty obvious, is that uh, that it was just laying in bed. It was very likely, well, not likely, very possible. Well, you can't be very possible, but it was possible <laughs> that he could be under my bed waiting to stab me, and yeah. that terrified me. That so that's, I mean, right. I guess that's what did it for me. Right. Yeah, and I think um, I, I will say about the you know the kind of the two most notable franchises in the slasher genre, Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth. I will say that what makes those kind of scary, at least for, just personally, um, what makes those kind of scary is the fact that Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees are both unstoppable because yeah. you yeah. know they've been in like what 10 movies each or whatever like they like that, yeah. you can't kill them like in that that doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense um but it's just a fact of it's just part of the canon of the the franchise that they they can't die and so that's that's what makes those those franchises in particular or those characters in particular scary is that they cannot be stopped and that's Right. I brought that up earlier is that, you know, it's it's the unknown. You know, that's, that's what's scary about it. You can't stop. You can't do anything. It's going to happen to you. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, Mike, I want you. I, I want to ask you uh, your thoughts on Halloween because I know that's near and dear to your heart. So yeah. uh, you want to talk about Halloween for a bit? Well, I, I have this weird um, obsession with, like, ranking my favorite movies of all time. And I know you guys always talk about how hard that is. And yeah. I have said for years – uh, that it's Back to the Future, and I kind of switched around. Rocky was in there. But one of the most consistent in the top three, and certainly my favorite horror movie of all time, is Halloween. Um, nice. And, and uh, embarrassingly enough, again, the first time I saw the movie from start to finish, like opening credits to closing credits, was uh, college. That same October, or that same fall uh, that we roomed together and I saw Scream. Other than that, it was always like my parents were watching it on TV, and I would catch the first little bit until Michael Myers was standing behind the car, and then I just have to oh, quit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and then like I would catch the last little bit when when Laurie Strode was trying to get into the house, and Michael was walking slowly behind her was terrifying. But of course, everybody knows uh, Halloween would not be nearly as influential, nearly as important if it weren't for that uh, the 
John Carpenter's score. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. iconic. I mean, that is – people think about uh, movie maniacs and their masks. And sure, the, the white William Shatner mask is scary. Right. But the iconic Halloween score – yeah. Is is that movie? That's what that's what does it. It forged an association in my brain to Halloween, the holiday, and the holiday, to October absolutely. in general. Yeah, right. it's exactly. like I mean, I I equate that music with fall. Yep, so do I. I and it, I love it. And the I I guess the the love I have for it is how much it terrified me when I was younger. I would be laying in bed upstairs, and I could hear the TV downstairs while my while my parents would watch it. My mom loves it too, uh, mm. and just the the theme alone would keep me up all night. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah That's I, powerful. I would go as far as to say that with the exception of Psycho and uh, Star Wars, that is the most iconic music ever in film history, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I would throw in Jaws as well, but yeah. Jaws, yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. There was, there was actually a post online somewhere, on I think on Reddit, where they said, uh, play the John Williams game, and it's basically, uh, basically have someone hum... Hum the theme to like music from Star Wars, and then go to um, I think then go to Indiana Jones, and then go to uh, something else I can't remember. But anyway, it's like it gets to the point where it's like it's so they're so similar that it's it's hard to oh they, Jurassic Park throw that in there. Yep, hmm. um, yeah, but they're so similar. But anyway, yeah. Well, that's, but that's yeah, I mean the John Carpenter theme is nothing like that, right? Oh yeah, you right. know what I mean. So it's it's yeah. just so great. Uh, I love it because. It is it is played very very minimalistic. That's obvious. Yes. Low yeah. budget. Uh, at f- when it came out, it was the most successful in- independent film of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly not anymore. Right. By a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the the minimalistic. I love the simple. How it's just uh, the babysitter killer. Um, I love that mm-hmm. they didn't even refer to him as Michael Myers throughout the movie. Right. It's just the shape. Or <laughs> evil incarnate. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love how many horror tropes are are based on it. Mm-hmm. And Donald Pleasance. Yeah. How great was he? He's awesome. Wow. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. Yeah, he is. He uh, and I never find much use for him later on in the sequels. He, yeah. He's always yeah. just kind of the. Uh, um. Almost like the chorus telling us how evil he is. <laughs> right. the, the evil is back, <laughs> uh, and he gets kind of useless. But at the, but at the beginning, he, he's definitely he's definitely awesome. Yeah, yeah. That that yeah, I mean, it, he's great in the first one. Yeah. Um, and you talk about tension and rising tension uh, in yeah. paranormal activity and how it builds. That's just the the best example in slasher is is Halloween for rising tension. Okay. I I agree completely. I agree uh, completely. Mike, what did, did what did you think of uh, Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween? Ooh, good question. That I is s- a good I question. You saw it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Uh, I saw it at midnight. Um, you know, he had a vision, yeah. and he certainly sticks to that vision. And I'll get him credit. Give him credit for what he is trying to do. It's just not for me. Okay. Okay. If if it were the first Halloween movie. 
I would give it all the credit in the world for having a vision of what he's trying to do. He's definitely going for just the dregs of society and to show you the violence of death and really mm-hmm. make you feel awful at the end of a movie. He does that. He accomplishes that. I'll, I'll say it's it's a pretty well-made movie. Is it what I want out of a Halloween movie? Absolutely not. He totally doesn't get tension. He doesn't get suspense. And he doesn't even really get horror. He just He just wants to bash you in the face with gore yeah he does that's true i agree huh. I, I, agree. I actually really liked it i thought it was uh, obviously there's no way it's better than the original but i'm just saying right. i thought it was i thought it was a, a cool way to take source material and make it your own i thought yeah. i thought it was pretty good um especially the whole again the whole slasher thing doesn't really do much for me but i yeah. thought the like the first half you know analyzing his psychosis from childhood you know i thought that was really that that was the part that I really liked, and I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised to see that kind of depth from Rob Zombie, which you know I was I was only I had only known him for his House of, House of Thousand Corpses and yeah. Devil's Rejects and stuff like that. So I was surprised to see that depth from him, and I was pretty impressed by it. It is good, and it is deep, and that's what if it were the first of its kind, I would have liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. What I don't like is what it does to the mythology, the the legend yeah. of the shape. How he's just the embodiment of evil. I don't. Totally. I, I don't need to know that Michael Myers came from trailer park trash and and this happened yeah. that, that made him become so evil. Uh-huh. He just he just is evil and he's this unstoppable force. And while that's a little too mystical and hokey uh, for my tastes, it works in the original Halloween. It's it's scary because he can't be stopped. He could be anywhere. Uh, he was in Haddonfield, Illinois, which is a fictional place, but it's it's in Illinois, which scared the crap out of me because I was from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when they become rednecks, I don't know any rednecks like that in Illinois that people that <laughs> trashy. The, my favorite part of uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween is that middle third, which is essentially the sped up version of uh, um, John Carpenter's. Halloween, mm-hmm. yeah. just thrown right into the middle of the movie. Yeah, hmm. cool. Yeah, so. and then uh, just one more quick thing for Mike. Uh, I not necessarily the franchise, but what did you think of like the first Saw movie? Oh, I really love the first oh. Saw movie. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I know Matt gave up quite early. I've actually watched yeah. all the Saw movies and have them all on DVD. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I en- I enjoy them for the. Uh, for the for the puzzle plots, uh-huh. I don't know. I I like the. You get to a point where there's nobody to root for, and I hate that. And it and it really is just about watching how people die, not whether or not if they'll die. Exactly. And I don't yeah. like that because um, I liked I liked some of the characters early on, and I always wanted to see when when Donnie Wahlberg, who plays Eric Matthews in the <laughs> second and fourth movies, he's briefly yeah. in the third when he gets mm-hmm. his head smashed by the ice blocks then yeah. i lose interest then then there's <laughs> yeah. then there's nothing to care about in the movie whatsoever right yeah, yeah i i love the first one i think one i i'm not a huge horror fan i i do yeah. like horror movies but i think the the best thing that a horror film can do is be original and yeah. come up with a completely new concept and i think saw was the 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 most original horror flick since like Scream probably in my Definitely. opinion um, yeah. yeah that's what I loved about it that first one just like you said the twists and the the mystery and and just the the dark nature of it I thought you know or just how disturbing it was 
was incredibly well done, but with the sequels, it just it lost its luster and it became all about gore as opposed to tone, I guess. Uh, and so I love the first one so much; uh, it's the only one I own on DVD. Uh, I haven't it is seen, it is a I great movie. Seen, yeah, and it's I haven't, I haven't it's seen almost five through seven. Oh, okay. It's yeah, almost so. kind of cliche to say by now that people don't realize the first one wasn't as gory as the other ones. People kind of know that now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, f- I feel like they just need to remember it for, uh, for, uh, how good it was. I, let, I'll say something really quick, um, about, uh, most original movies or, I don't know. I want to make a recommendation. A movie called Behind the Mask, The Rise of oh, Leslie Vernon. That's such a great movie. Isn't it the best? Oh, it, it is. It is. Uh, there's these movies every couple of years that lampoon horror of, of the time and scream of its time did what it needed to do. Uh, but, man, Behind the Mask did it in in uh, in a different way that is just as good. Yeah. I agree. It was a great, a great movie. So I, um, for for um, satire slasher movies, I highly, highly recommend that movie. Yep. Cool. It's good. And then uh, just really quick, uh, since we're talking about stuff that scares us, um, there's a lot of other stuff that I think scare people, and I was curious if it scares you guys. The two, like, I guess the two things I would bring up are are you guys scared by a movie like kind of like Jaws, which is more suspense or thriller-ish, but like what a movie, a, a creature movie like that, that's completely like not just plausible, but like could definitely happen. Uh, a movie like Jaws, like is that, do you find that scary or do you find, uh, um, also do you find like zombie movies scary? Like take your pick. Um, I'm just curious what you guys think about that. I don't to, to either. No. Um, okay. Shark movies and like creature movies like that that are plausible like that, I can see the fear in them, but I mean, I can easily avoid it by just not going in the ocean. Um, <laughs> yeah. right. As far as zombies, I purposely just avoided mentioning anything about zombies because I think I think we might do like a zombie episode because I mean, okay, I, I love zombies, but to cool. answer your question, I don't find them scary. I just I'm, I, I love the the genre um, right. for what it is. Um, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not scared, frightened of them. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Me, Me either, either. By the way. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Um. All right. Well, is there anything you guys want to add, or I mean, should we wrap it up? Or. Uh, I th- yeah, I think I've said my piece. Same yeah. here. All right. So. As we are. I smell something. Do you guys smell something? It smells good. Mm. Ah, uh, potpourri. Hey, oh, potpourri. Go. I was going to say. Oh, man. It took, like, took us a second. I was like, we're in Indianapolis. You're in Evansville. <laughs> um, I hope I don't Sorry. smell what you're yeah. smelling. Um, but yeah, we're finishing up the episode. Um, basically, talking about anything we want, uh, as long as it smells good or whatever that was. <laughs> whatever the <laughs> that was it. is. That's for the it. saying. Nice, nice. nice. Um, so let's see. Tiny, do you want to get us kicked off on here? I'd be happy to. Sweet. Uh, I just wanted to talk briefly about the premiere of Mom, uh, the new show on CBS. I watched it last night. Um, okay. I didn't know much about it going in. The only reason I wanted to watch it is because Allison Janney is one of my favorite actresses. Nice. Big fan of hers, so I wanted to watch it mm-hmm. for that reason. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know anything about it other than that. 
And so I suspected it was another Chuck Lorre show, uh, but uh-huh. I wasn't sure. And after about five or ten minutes, I was like, yeah, this is definitely Chuck Lorre. Uh, <laughs> and it is. Um, and it's, it, that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like a guy who's got four shows right now, and he's just stretched <laughs> way too thin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but, I mean, it had a couple parts that were kind of funny. Um, the teenage daughter is kind of funny. Uh, Who plays? There's there's an actor or actress in that that uh, that I remember that caught my eye, but I can't remember who it was. Who is all in it? Uh, French Stewart. French Stewart is in is it. He's actually he's actually okay. kind of funny. And Anna mm. Ferris. Anna Ferris is the lead, and then Allison Janney huh. plays her mom. Uh, Nate Cordry is the manager oh. of the restaurant that Anna Ferris works at. Interesting. And then, it may have been Anna Ferris that I was thinking of. But go okay. ahead. Sorry. And then also um, the guy who pl- I don't remember the actor's name, but he played uh, Matt Jones. Is that him? He played Badger. that's who it was Badger yeah. on Breaking Bad. Badger, yeah. He pl- he plays <laughs> uh, Anna Faris's baby daddy, if you will. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's who I. Uh, he plays. I, I saw like on Reddit or something. Someone someone was like, "There's," yeah. uh, or I saw it on Twitter. It's like uh, the guy who plays Badger is playing a guy named Baxter, and he's talking about video games or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. So yeah, it's uh it's probably not gonna be that great of a show to be honest. Uh right. Chuck Lorre, he's just he just spread way too thin. Uh yeah. he he needs to just tone it down a little bit. He's like CBS is Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. well put. Yeah. Thank you. It well is, put. Yeah, it's a good um, so yeah, yeah, I'm probably gonna stick That's with cool. it just to support Alice and Janie because I'm a I'm just a huge fan of hers. I think she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, you I don't, know, I'm not super excited for it. I don't get the okay. Anna, Fer- the lo- Anna Ferris love. She's you know, never really blown me away. No, I me guess. neither. And you, and you, I always read things about hmm. how, how awesome she is and how everybody thinks she's just so hilarious. But, like, she's the second coming of Tina Fey or something. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 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 She's not. Pop but I've heard, she's the, not. you know, talk like that. I like huh. her. I like her when she's not starring, like when she's a supporting character. Mm-hmm. I like her a right. lot better. Like in uh, "Take Me Home Tonight," which was a really underrated movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, she was pretty funny in that. She was a much more muted performance, and I liked her better. Yeah. So I hate yeah. I hate to get superficial, but I I wonder if she's had re reconstructive surgery on her lips. Didn't she have like lip surgery and her lips were super huge for a couple years? I remember thinking, man, she's so pretty. Why did she do that? And now she's kind of back to look it up. Know. Look it up around uh, like oh six to two thousand ten or whatever. Huh. Huh. It looked like she had her lips done. <laughs> I don't know. That wouldn't really surprise me, actually. I mean, that sounds like something that. Something that I maybe I didn't take notice of, but now that you mention it, it's something that I probably would notice more if I go back and watch some of her stuff from then. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so anyway. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, Mike, how about you? Yeah, I just uh, – I feel like I might have mentioned it on the pad- podcast before um, or I'm going to mention it in the future. <laughs> Uh, But there is a movie coming out that I'm really excited about. It's called All Hallows' Eve, uh, and it's coming straight to DVD, video on demand. Uh, And it's another – I'm always looking for the next great Halloween mood movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Trick or Treat came out back in 2009, 
I guess it came out in '08, but it didn't really get Such released until '09. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I, I just awesome. love that movie uh, so much. Here in uh, sorry, I'm so sorry, That's but okay. here in Indianapolis, here in a few weeks, they're going to have a midnight screening at the Keystone Art Theater mm-hmm. of Trick or Treat, and I'm going to be there absolutely. So if any stalkers want to find me, yeah, I'll be there. We'll be there. It's it's going to be awesome. He'll be the handsome guy wearing a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the move, uh, but anyway, I've been list- I'm been searching for the next great Halloween mood movie uh, because Trick or Treat maybe even better than Halloween the movie itself, 1978, puts you in the Halloween mood. Uh, so I'm kind of looking for that. It's it's basically I've been calling it a mixture of it, as in Stephen King's it, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> f- um, mixed with VHS, the VHS movies. Okay. Uh, the synopsis is that this woman is looking forward to Halloween night at home with two kids. Uh, she finds an old unmarked VHS videotape in one of the kids' bags of candy. And on the tape, a series of wildly outlandish tales of murder, torture, and unearthly mayhem, all somehow linked to a bio- diabolical clown from hell. And then uh, as the movie goes, we learn that the clown is actually in the real world. So it seems super, super creepy uh, and very uh, tonally accurate as far as Halloween is concerned. So that's what I'm looking forward to. That that sounds really awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. Like I hadn't heard the full synopsis. All I knew about was that it had something to do with the VHS tape and it was like an anthology movie. Uh-huh. But wow, that kind of sells me on it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched um, the trailer for the first time and it was it was successfully scary looking. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. It's funny because um, <laughs> here in like an hour, I'm going to be going to sit outside of a house all night in my car. So it's a, it's a good image to have in my head. I'm doing <laughs> it for work, everyone, just so you know. I'm, ge- I'm going to be paid to be there. Um, I'm not going to be creeping. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't believe <laughs> you. Matt, are you looking forward to anything? Anything you want to tell us that you watched? Anything like that? Well, I wanted to tell you guys that I watched the How I Met Your Mother final season premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk briefly about it because we're already running a little long here. But I loved it. I really loved it. Um, it was. It's funny because we haven't done like a potpourri episode in, or a potpourri segment here in what seems like a long time. So I've, I, like I've accumulated a lot of stuff. But How I Met Your Mother is kind of the thing that jumps to mind. Because I was so impressed with the premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a side note, just as a shameless plug, if you want to hear about all of the other TV shows I watch, uh, on the blog on ObsessiveViewer.com, I have a weekly segment on Sundays where I wrap up everything that I watch on TV and put it out there on Sunday. So check that out. But anyway, um, the How I Met Your Mother premiere, I wasn't too crazy about season eight um, this l- last season. Um, I felt like it was kind of while while the show is consistently funny for me, I feel like the character or I feel like some of the interactions were a little sloppy mm-hmm. um, and others just blatantly stole from uh, friends. Um, but anyway, the premiere was great. It's uh, they're doing something different with this season. And for years, I've I've applauded the series for their episodes. They have specific episodes that feel like they could be a rom-com movie. Um, and it feels like I, I love those sp- specific episodes, like, like the window and, uh, um, three days of snow somewhat. Totally. And, uh, 
Um, a bunch of other ones. Drum Roll Please is the big one from first season. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it's a rom-com and um, also a double date from season five. But anyway, um, <laughs> and I feel like this season is like they're – what they're doing is they're having the entire season tell the story of the, the a 55-hour like wedding weekend and it's all leading up to meeting the mother at the end of the season while also interspersing with flashbacks and flash forwards. And it's just a very, it's a, it's very interesting because it feels like they're going to use, they're taking their like rom-com kind of feel and extending it to an entire season. And I couldn't be happier. Uh, what'd you guys think of the premiere? I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. Um, I really like any episode where Ted lets his nerd flag fly. Uh, and the whole the road trip thing where he wanted to make all the nerdy stops and he yes. was wearing the driving gloves. Uh, <laughs> I, I loved all that a lot. Uh, it nice. was really funny for me. And the whole, the, um, the, uh, the, not the concierge, but the guy at the front desk at the hotel. Yeah, uh, that was great. He was really funny. Mm. I loved all that, especially like the, the, the close of the episode where he's <laughs> encouraging Ted the whole time uh, i thought it was yeah. really funny I, I liked it a lot and i am totally a sucker for billy joel so oh yes that scene where you know it was like a year later and they were at the bar and souvenir by Bo- billy joel was playing under the mm. whole thing i was i damn near got choked up me too yeah i just i like i watched it on youtube <laughs> last night at work and i was like why am i watching this at work oh god this is bad um, <laughs> i did too and and i even said out loud that i have a feeling that'll happen a lot this season yeah, no, absolutely. That I'll get emotional. Uh, fun side note about that: um, the first on-screen words that Ted speaks to the mother are "Hey, beautiful," which is the title uh, of the, the theme, theme song, song. The series. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's I great. absolutely love yep. it. Uh, Mike, what do you think of the uh, premiere? I also loved it. I, uh, I, kind of like Tiny said about when Ted lets his nerd fa- flag fly. That's a tongue twister mm-hmm. there. Uh, I like it too because he's me. That's that's how I am. It's kind of the same reason I like Ross from Friends. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was really funny, and, and I've said before, and my brother and I kind of talk about it a lot. How the show has lost a step as far as the jokes per minute and and the effectiveness of the jokes. But I'm really so invested in the stories of these characters, and, and just to see you know how it ends. I guess simply put uh, that that this was really effective story-wise for me mm-hmm. especially like you said tiny that that end scene i just i just thought was fantastic nice i i am worried i hope they spend a lot of time away from the wedding i think it could get a little old 24 episodes of the of the being at this hotel i'm not worried that they'll that they'll struggle with it but i i think in uh, in hands of less capable showrunners, that could that mm-hmm. could be a tired concept. I agree, and that reminds me of this funny post I saw on uh, Reddit where they were like, "I think I'm afraid that it being at the 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 hotel set could get a little old of the same set all season." Mm-hmm. And then someone someone replied with, "You're literally talking about a show where about fifty percent of the of the series takes place in a bar." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the same bar. Yeah. yeah, but it makes a lot of sense. It's, uh, I agree, I agree that, um, yeah, having it be like this this thing. But I'm really hoping that it's going to be more reliant on flashbacks and flash forwards, and I hope that it, there's more. 
backstory about the mother yep. revealed. We have um, been promised a slap. And it, and it yeah, makes me I wonder. Guess. I guess it makes me hope for a future Thanksgiving Slapsgiving episode. Nice. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That could that be a stretch. I, I guess I'm kind of just daydreaming. But uh, you know, I didn't even consider how they were going to handle the holiday episodes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You huh. know, they'll be themed. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have to be. Um, and one final thing about the premiere that for this entire for the entire run of the series, we've been waiting to meet the mother. And waiting for Ted to meet the mother. And it never really crossed my mind that she's... Like, I've always said that How I Met Your Mother is, like, friends for this decade. Sure. And with friends... Because they have a lot of similarities. Group of friends in New York City, dating, all that stuff. Sitcom. Um, But the big difference is that Friends had six people. How I Met Your Mother has five. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt like... The mother is the sixth member of the How I Met Your Mother gang, and it's all about just meeting her. And I've always had that thought, but then I've always been wanting, waiting for that, waiting for Ted to meet her. And then there was that moment in the premiere, and early in the premiere, where Lily meets her, and there's that whole, and that that kid's is how your aunt Lily met your mother. And I was like, that's it. Just clicked for me, like she's she's gonna meet everybody, and it's it's gonna show how they're best friends. How she fits in with the group, and I think that's just brilliant. Yeah. Um, and that's a great way to tell the story. Definitely, I agree. Agree. <laughs> should be good. Can't wait to see. Yeah. Me too. Me neither. Maybe we should spend yeah. a whole episode talking about it. Maybe. I'm Maybe sure we, we will. will. <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. continued. Yes. yes. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Yep. Uh, we've taken enough of your time. Um, yeah. Hopefully, it was well worth yeah. it. I hope so too. Hope we, hopefully we didn't scare you too much. Yeah. Ooh. Listeners, this is one of our favorite things to talk about is Shocktober and our Shocktober schedules and what scares us. Uh, we, I in particular, have been looking forward to this episode. So please, please let us know what scares you guys. Let us know what you look forward to watching. Let us know if you have any traditions, movies that you must watch every year, shows that you must watch every Halloween because they scare you, they affect you in a certain way, or they just put you in that Halloween mood. Please let us know. Yes, absolutely. You can reach us at ovpodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at obsessiveviewer, obsessivetiny, and at I am Mike White. And you can reach us on Facebook at the Obsessive Viewer. And uh, there's a Tumblr and a Google Plus out there, and we're all over the place. Facebook, Just, uh, MySpace, Facebook, Friendster, MySpace. Live <laughs> Journal. We're getting a little away from us, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, also, of course, you can reach us at the blog at obsessiveviewer.com. Um, yeah. All right. I think that about wraps it up. So why don't we call it a day? All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks guys. Tiny, did you have any thoughts on paranormal activity? Uh, just two things real quick. I, I agree with Matt. Uh, I thought it was... Terrible. Uh, I thought it was terrible.